our covenant partners. Good morning to the SoundCloud listeners. We pray that you'll join in with us this morning as we get ready to do our declarations and put the word in the atmosphere and also as we get ready to go into the word of the Lord. So we're going to ask you to go ahead on, get your Bibles, pens, and pads, get your iPads, get your phones with the Bible on it as we get ready to attend to the word of God. Amen. Amen. Now, um, I'm not going to let the devil stop me. I want the Lord to have his way this morning. It has to be something because every turn he has uh, like trying to stop me from getting to the service and getting in the service. And I'm determined no way, no way are you going to stop me. Amen. 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 So now that I've made it here and I'm here and you're here, we just going to have the service of the Lord. Amen. So the first thing I want you to do is I want you to stand up, shake off the cold, shake off the rest of it. <laughs> and we're just going to do some declarations if that's all right. Because it's good to put the word in your atmosphere. It's good to have the word up. Amen. Amen. So just repeat after me. 2022, 2022 the, year the year of expectation, of expectation and, hope. and hope. 2022, 2022 the, year the year of expectation. Of expectation. The, year the year of having the hope, having the hope of, the of the promises of Jesus Christ, of Jesus Christ. Active, active in my life. In my life. The, promise the promise of his prosperity. His power, his power and his presence. And his presence. 2022, 2022 is, is my, year. my year. Before you sit down, we have one more. This is called the Blessed Believers Declaration. Amen. So if you are blessed this morning, then you ought to be standing on your feet declaring it. Amen. You believe you're blessed? Amen. You believe the word of God? Amen. I do too. Me too. Repeat after me. I am God's workmanship, I am God's workmanship created, created in, Christ in Christ Jesus for good works. For good works. I, am I am a partaker of God's, of God's divine, divine nature. nature. I, have I have been given a spirit, a spirit of power, of power love, love, and discipline. And That means I ought to know how to act. Yeah. I ought to know how to carry myself. Yeah. Ought not to be disrespectful in the house of God. I ought not to be disrespectful to the word of God. I have the mind of Christ. I am a new creature in Christ. I am redeemed from the curse of the law of sin and death. I am blessed. I am smart. I am intelligent. I am creative. I am blessed. I'm established, anointed, and sealed by God in Christ. I'm established to the end. In Jesus' name, amen. 
You may be seated in the presence of a holy God. Amen. And I'm just being led to go this way to read these scriptures um, by the Holy Ghost. And so I'm going to follow the prompting of the Lord. Amen? Amen. So if you would, please go with me to the book of Isaiah. Find it on your iPad. Find it on your phone. Find it in your Bible. Thank you, Lord. Isaiah, the book of Isaiah. And we're going to start reading. We're going to go to Isaiah chapter 7. And I want to read verses 13 and 14 and 15. And then we're going to move on. Amen. Amen. And it says, and he said, hear ye now, O house of David. Is it a small thing for you to weary men? But will you weary my God also? Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Butter and honey shall he eat that he may know to refuse the evil and choose the good. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. And it reads, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. All right, and I want to go to the book of Mark. Thank you, Jesus. We're talking about Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to go to the book of Mark. All right, would you please go to Mark 11 chapter... And we're going to start reading at verse 9. And it reads, and it says, And they that went before, and they that followed, cried, saying, Hosanna, blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Blessed be the kingdom of our father David that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Now, we know that December is the month that has been set aside for us to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. We know that Jesus was not born in December. He was born somewhere around September the 4th uh, BC. Okay. So this is the month that we've been given. So therefore we align ourselves and we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. If you notice in Isaiah, it says that his name would be called, along with all the other wonderful names, Emmanuel, which means God is with us. God is with us. But then when you go over to Isaiah and start reading in the ninth chapter, it talks about the government of God. Amen? So not only did we receive Christ's amongst us, or I just want to say it the way the scripture says it, God 
amongst us. So we can safely say, according to the word of God, that God walked the earth many, many years back. God himself in a human body. Amen. But what we also have to understand is that when God came in, when God came into the earth, not only did he bring himself, he brought his own government. Amen. And every one of us that has accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we are a part of that government. So it doesn't matter what's happening out here in the world. And I don't know about you, but every now and then it does. It does. It saddens my heart to see uh, the things that are going on in our world, to see the sin that is just out in the open now. Not that it wasn't here, but it is more prevalent now. It's more out in the open now. People are saying they're casting off all restraint now, and they're saying we're going to do what we want to do. Because for one thing, we have people that are backing us to say it's all right. It's okay. So they're, they're taking off all restraint. So basically the Christians got to step up to the back and make a decision. What are we going to do? We need to take off those restraints. I don't know who that was this morning. I believe it was Minister Lett was saying, we, we got a, a reason to praise God. But you know what? Nobody has to tell us to praise the Lord. Amen. Nobody, nobody has to tell us to praise the Lord. We can say it, praise the Lord. But nobody should have to work that diligently to get us to praise the Lord. We ought to come on into the house of the Lord and whatever's happening out there, guess what? We're going to have to start learning how to leave it out there. It's, just, it's getting just that crucial. It's getting just that crucial. Whatever went on out there, whatever it was, we're going to have to leave it out there. Come on in the house of God. Get the word of God. Get, get ourselves built up and then step on out the door and say, look, in the name of Jesus Christ, whatever it was, I rebuke thee in Jesus' name. Amen. We're living in that time. Amen. There's a war going on. Amen. Oh, yes, it is. There's an unseen war that is going on in the spiritual realm. The enemy wants possession of your soul. God wants possession of your soul. The devil wants your soul, your mind, your will, your emotions, your imagination, your conscience. But God stands up and says, no, give your mind, your will, your imagination, and your conscience to me. Huh? Because I am the creator. I created you in the first place, and the enemy only comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Or as the word says, steal, kill, and destroy. That's all he wants. And what you have to understand is no matter what is going on in your life, if it's not good, if it's not pleasant right now, you're going to have to get on your knees and pray. You're going to have to do your declarations. You're going to have to call on the name of Jesus. There's no way to get around it. God's kingdom is more powerful than the enemy's kingdom. And we're going to have to start walking and talking and believing it. I'm not even going to put the word in there, acting it. No, we don't have to act this. It's real. God's kingdom is more powerful than the devil's. Amen. The reason why so many people are enduring and suffering things is because they haven't been taught how to stand up and rebuke the devil. So we take whatever comes. We say it's all right. This is the will of God that I go through this. It's the will of God that this happens to me. That's not true. The kingdom of God is a powerful kingdom. And God is the king and we are his children. 
Go to the book of Luke. If you hadn't got it, you, you better get it for next year. Well, you got four weeks. Well. You got four weeks to empty out of turkey and dressing <laughs> and all your plan. Wow. Mm-hmm. One thing about it, one thing I've learned, life keeps on. Okay, how you try to escape, <laughs> life keeps going. Ask me how I know. The Bible says that the devil left Jesus for us. So I'm to be armed and dangerous at all times. I don't take off Jesus because I'm finna go do this. I'm going to do that. No, honey, I stay armed and dangerous at all times because life keeps going. Life, let me say it like this, life keeps happening. I ain't got time. What did that, where, where did we put the scriptures? What, 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 what did the Lord say? What was preached in the church? What? Go to Luke chapter 10. Am I talking to the army of the Lord? Amen. Am I talking to the subjects of the kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ? Amen. Do you want to win? Do you want to win over, uh, I'm going to put it, do you want to win over sickness, Amen. disease, Amen. untimely deaths? Amen. Oh, it can be done. You see, the problem is we ain't been taught. We into fables and poems and cliches. I thought about it during the week. I said, Lord, I wasn't brought up like that. I, I'm not used to the cl cliches. And what I mean by that is certain words that are used in the, church, in, the, in the church world. That's not how God brought me up. I'm strictly the word. I'm strictly the word. And that's the way we better get. We better be strictly the word. Because when that devil comes, he ain't studying your poem, your tap dancing. He's not studying your little clicking word, your cliche word. That devil needs to hear the word of God. That's the only thing going to make him move. Is the word of God. I'm, I think I'm preaching to myself this morning. I'm preaching to the wrong. No, no, no. It's all right. God just got you here for an audience. Thank you. Thank you for showing up today. Hallelujah. Because I got the wrong crowd today. I need some radical folk. What that man say? You, can, you can't have my joy. You can't have my peace. You can't have my increase. You can't have my children. Devil, you alive. Because I'm going to stand on the word. It means war. And I'm not saying that these things don't come. I'm not saying that trials don't come. I'm not saying that sickness doesn't come. Disease doesn't come. Untimely death doesn't come. But what I'm saying is God said he gave his people power. You don't hear that no more. Power. I thought about it. I said, Lord, I'm not going to shut up because they are not operating in it. Thank you. I'm not going to shut up. Amen. 
because I got a, a, a tendency, if everybody around me is doing something different, I just lay low, and, but I'm doing it. I'm doing, but I'm laying low because it's like, all right. No, I'm not going to shut up. Amen. We are to be out as the body of Christ in the kingdom of God, under the government of God, we are to be operating in power. We ought to be able now to call those things which be not as they were. We ought to be able now to rebuke the devil in Jesus' name. And he actually get up out the way. We ought to be laying hands and casting out demons. No, but we so... It is, it is, it's disheartening to see our world in the direction that it is going. It is disheartening. Everywhere you look, it used to be a time it wasn't like this. Now, every Christmas movie is about somebody falling in love. Where's the love of Jesus? And I'm not against falling in love. I was in love. I was in love for 42 glorious years. I was in love. So I'm not against love, but I I turn on the TV, everybody got to fall in love and kiss. You can just about sit there and close your eyes and say, okay, at this time they finna do this. Now they holding hands. Okay, now they finna kiss. Oh, everybody, so... for the season. Where is he? Ain't that much kissing. (laughs) And I'm not against kissing. Kiss your husband. Kiss your wife. Kiss your engaged to be. Okay. But I'm talking about every single movie. Every script is, has become the same. And now they've got it where they're including every different type of family. Every different type of family. I said, Lord, it has not been this prevalent to see men kissing men before or women kissing women. Every commercial now, you got a woman and a woman with a child. I've never seen the government so confused. I've never seen the government so messed up. And you don't, excuse me, you don't, you don't, don't, don't write this down, but there's something going on. I feel it. I sense it. I can't really put my finger on it, but if Biden get back in there for another four years, y'all better know your declarations. Why am I saying that? Because every time we get someone in that White House that believes in men marrying men, women marrying women, abortion, the people go crazy. I don't hate nobody. And then I'm not, I won't bring it up no more. I know you don't like me to talk about your little religious cows. 
I'm grown. I vote for who I want. Well, vote, baby. Okay. But you better know Jesus. They're talking about increasing. What they're doing is they're talking about in, increasing inflation rates. What they're trying to do is catch up with all the debt America is in. Yeah. So they keep raising the prices, and the government keep giving away money, keep giving away, but, and they keep it. But who are you really helping? Because now on the other end, I might have got the money, but I got to pay this. You know they got robots they're training to take your jobs. So now if you don't want to get your lazy, do nothing, sit down up, you're going to call one day and say, you know what? I really don't feel like coming to work. It's okay. Buddy's going to work today. That's how they're going to ease them in there. Robots are being trained and programmed to work on jobs. Everything is going more toward artificial intelligence than real live human beings. The crime rate is up so high. You can't even put things on the front porch and it be safe anymore. And you come to church and got time to play. I'm just looking. I'm looking like, wow. Wow. But every time something come up, this is what, sometimes they don't even call me. And that's fine. They go hide. <laughs> and they call everybody else. And you know. And I'm going, oh, okay. I thought I was the pastor. Last time I checked, I was anyway. <laughs> Maybe I'm not. Maybe the robot done took over that too. <laughs> Maybe there's a robot for Pastor A. <laughs> Wake up, Zion. Wake up, Zion. Jesus Christ was not born. He didn't come into the earth. He wasn't birthed. What is it? His birth, his death. His burial and his resurrection was so we could have power. Amen. That is, the, I'm serious. I'm being, that's the bottom line. It's so we, the church, wouldn't be helpless. So we wouldn't be open to everything and anything that's in the world because of sin. Amen. Let me show you. Go to Luke. You got Luke? Amen. What do you say, Lord? Luke 10 and 1. He says, after these things, the Lord appointed other 70 also. Now, I want you to hear this. He says, he appointed other 70 also and sent them two and two before his face into every city and place whether he himself would come. Therefore said he unto them, the harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he would send forth laborers into his harvest. Go your way. Behold, I send you forth as lambs among wolves. You know that's what it is, don't you? There are lambs. We are the, the Christian, the believer is the lamb out here among all these wolves. Amen? Amen. He says, don't carry a purse or a scrip, uh, not shoes, and salute no man by the way. He said, get serious. 
Stop worrying about all this other stuff because if you serving me, I'm going to take care of you. Yeah. I'm going to say it again. He says, get, it's time. He said, get serious. Get serious about standing against these spirits that are loose in the earth because of sin. Mm. He says in it too, whatsoever house you enter first, say peace be to this house. And if the son of peace be there, your peace shall rest upon it. If not, it shall turn to you again. Wait a minute, wait a minute. He says if the son of peace. Now what did we just read in Isaiah 9? His name shall be called what? The Prince of Peace. So Jesus is saying in, in, all, in all given words, he's saying when you, go to this, when you go to the houses, if I'm already there, leave your peace there because I'm already there. Amen. Just go ahead on and confirm what's already there. Amen. Peace of God is in this place. The peace of God is in this place. Wait a minute, you have houses you live in, your body is a house, the church is a house, and the peace of God ought to be there. Amen. The peace of God ought to be there. You ought to have peace because you are in the kingdom of the prince of peace. You ought to have peace. Amen. You know, I told you the Lord said next year we're going to see some stuff. We're going we to see some stuff next year. I know we've seen a lot this year, but God said we're going to see some stuff next year. He said, but don't let it rattle you. You see what I'm saying? And all the time, it's not going to be <laughs> way out there. It's going to be from sinners and lukewarm people who say they love the Lord. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's all the time, it's not going to be across the way. Sometimes it's going to be right there. You got the peace of the Lord? Amen. You got the peace of the Lord? Amen. Mm. He says in the seventh verse, he says, in the same house remain eating and drinking such things as they give for the laboring is for the laborer is worthy of his hire. Go not from house to house. So basically, I shouldn't have to go from house to house looking for uh, love offerings, seed offerings. I'm, I'm preaching good. I shouldn't have to do that. If you believe that Jesus is in this ministry, and if you believe that you've had miracles in your life, and God has showed up in your life, healings, deliverances, prosperity, moving forward, then that ought to just be a, a, a known fact. Okay, wait a minute. Jesus' kingdom is in this house, and it has blessed me. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you. It has blessed me at one time, because, see, I know how y'all he never did that for me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, darling. Yes. One time or another, it has blessed you. Just like it's blessed me. Somebody say, be a blessing to where you've been blessed. What did he say in the seventh verse? You eat, you drink such things that are given to you for the who? The who? The who? 
is what? Worthy. What? Worthy. Of what? Verse 8, and into whatsoever city you enter and they receive you, eat such things as are set before you. What did he say? Heal the sick that are therein and say unto them, look at this, the kingdom of God is come nigh unto you. you the world needs to see the kingdom now. Amen. I'm talking about in our individual lives. I'm not talking about just because we come up in behind closed doors in the church. We come here to be fed the word of God, to be ignited and encouraged and built back up. But when we hit that world on our jobs, in our communities, our children's schools, come on now, in our personal lives, people ought to be able to see the kingdom at work in our lives. Amen. They ought to be able to see that. They ought to be able to see the glory of God. They ought to be able to see his love manifested, humbleness in our lives, taking the last seat rather than running to the front all the time. My, my, our old bishop used to say, it's better to be asked up than to be set down. Amen. I always want the long robe. I always want the front. I always want to be seen. And, mm. Oh, my. These are characteristics of being a Christian. Be, being a Christian, the only, speaking in tongues or speaking a heavenly language is not the only characteristic. There's the characteristic of loving, loving one another, loving people, being genuinely concerned about others rather than ourselves all the time. Amen. Being considerate of our neighbors. <laughs> Jesus said, how in the world can you say you love me, the God you've never seen, and there you hate your neighbor and you see them every day? He said, you see them every day. And then one, one, one of them say, well, who is my neighbor? Mm. Trying to be funny. Your neighbor is anybody. Hey. Anybody. Everybody hey. is our neighbor. Hey. Black, white, hey. Asian, hey. Chinese, Japanese. Come on here. Hey. Everybody. Hey. We're to show love and respect to everybody. That's true. Hey. That's what the word say. That's, that's what the word, Jesus said, by this shall all men know that you are my disciples if you have what? Love. love for what? For who? Forgiving. Uh-oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I can love them, Lord, but I can't forgive them. Forgiving one another. You wronged me, so I got this grudge now. <laughs> you better let it go. That's a part of getting our prayers answered, remember? Amen. The Lord says, and if you have ought against anyone, he says, forgive them. Because if you don't forgive, then the Father in heaven can't forgive you. It's a hindrance to our prayer. I don't need my prayer. Do you see what I'm saying? I don't need my prayers hindered. When I need the Lord, I need the Lord. Yes, Lord. Let me see. What does he say? Well, he says the 10th verse, but into whatsoever city you enter and they receive you not, go your way out into the streets of the same and say, and same and say, even the very dust of your city, which cleave it on us, 
we do wipe off against you. Notwithstanding, be ye sure of this, that the kingdom of God is come nigh unto you. Uh-oh. So we bring the kingdom. And somebody doesn't want it. He said, get the very dust. Now that's strange because when I go certain places, I don't like my shoes to be dirty. <laughs> so I will get the dust. <laughs> I take a little time. I will keep my little shoes clean, put them back in the bag. But he said, get the very dust. Don't even let the dust of that neighborhood or, or that house or that city or that town even cleave to you. They're d mm, that's good, Lord. Their dust isn't even worthy to stay on the bottom of your shoe. That's deep. Pray about it. That's deep. When you're not received, when you're not received, he ain't said, and he didn't say, he said, you can do it quietly. You don't have to take your shoes off right there in front of everybody, wherever you are. You know, we go in stores in the city and you're not received. There is so much racism in the world. It's not even funny. People hating one another because of the color of your skin. But the Lord said, do what? Love. What did the Lord say? Love. We got the love. I've been in stores and they, 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 you know, you standing, you in line. Somebody else standing right there, and they'll take them before you, and you standing there going in your mind, you know, you don't say nothing. <sighs> well, Lord, what is going on? Wow. But, you know, sometimes you just got to be the bigger person. You know, I said, well, you know what? If they had probably called me up, then this person would have been calling their manager. They would have lost their job. I'm saying people do that kind of stuff. Knowing they wrong, wrong, wrong. So I just stand there and just smile and stay in the love of the Lord. And I pray, but I guarantee you, I guarantee you the next time I come in that store, they're going to greet because they remember, wait a minute, this lady paid money. This lady paid cash. She didn't just come and say, and we, we asking, uh, can I help you? No, I'm just looking. They will remember your character. They will remember how you care. And that's anywhere you go, people are going to remember how you act. That's anywhere you go. People are going to remember how you act. If they don't remember nothing else, they're going to remember that. And then I've shared this before. You don't let nobody push you out your blessing. Whether it's for color, racism, I don't like you, I'm prejudiced, I don't care what you are. You're not going to keep me out of a certain place where there is a blessing that God told me to come and get. You're not going to keep me out. Especially when God got me there. It could be in anything. It could be jobs you go for, interviews you go on, 
things you're trying to, business you're trying to handle. Somebody say, show them the love. Show them the love. So let them see the kingdom, which is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, temperance. So let them see the key. So no matter where you go in this world, let them see the kingdom. Yeah, Lord. Yeah, Lord. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you, Lord. I want you to look at something. Go down to the 17th verse. And he says, and the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. Now, I want to help you out. A lot of people say that when the Lord said, behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. They say he was talking to the disciples. That's why I wanted to read verse one, because the Bible says in Luke 10 and one, the Bible says after these things, the Lord appointed other 70. So it wasn't just the 12 disciples that he gave power to. He gave power to others that were following him. Are we not a follower of Christ? I said, are we not a follower of Christ? So this scripture belongs to us. He says, behold, I have given the church, I've given the body of Christ power. Oh, no, that was just for the disciples. Not so. Not so. And then the 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils, devils are subject unto us through thy name. What's his name? And that's the name you use. I don't care how many other names, El Shaddai, Jehovah Shalom, Jehovah Jireh, El Elyon, Adonai, Yahweh, El. I don't care how many other names we name, his name is Jesus Christ. Now we can use all those other names. That's wonderful. But He's told, he told us to lay hands in the name of who? Jesus Christ. He says, when you pray for the sick, you do it how? In the name of Jesus Christ. And this is not just for, see, see, there you go again. There you go. There you go. There you go. This is not just for other people. This is for you. Amen. I wish I could come in here and say, you know what? The devil never plagues my body, but I can't. The only reason I'm standing upright and walking in these shoes is because I know how to anoint myself with oil and lay hands and rebuke the devil. Watch this. Not just do it in faith. In faith. You don't just do it. It's not going to work if you just do it. Well, come on now. Come on now. You got to use the name and you got to believe it. You got to believe it's going to work. Faith coming by how? How does it come? How do you get faith? And what do you have to hear? The word of God. The word of God. How many times you got to hear? Over and over and over and over and over and over. Amen. Shine for me, Anna. Shine for me. You got, let me tell you something. I don't care what you do in this life as a Christian as a kingdom child, 
you will never get away from the word of God. Never. And I know that's what you want to do. That's what you want to do, but I don't know what you're going to do. I like that. That rhyme. I I, I know what you want to do, but I don't know what you're going to do. I'll get a hit record now. will never get away from the word of God. The word, the word. Get all the study helps you want. Get all the breakdowns you want. Get all the amplified you want. Get them, get them. But you better have a King James Bible in your home. And don't wait till you get your back up against the wall. See, that's the problem now in the church. We wait till we get our back up against the wall. Now we want Jesus to do something. Go back and read your Bible. Everybody that came to Christ, he said, your faith has made you whole. How do I get faith? I'm hearing the word. I'm hearing the word. And what did Isaiah say? He said, how can they hear without a preacher? What? <laughs> how can they hear without a preacher? And how can they preach except they be sent? I can teach myself. No, you can't. Yeah, you can read it. But I'm talking about to go deeper in the word of God. To go deeper, you're going to need the preacher. Amen. And if the preacher is really following the Lord, then they're going to take you what? Deeper in the word of God. Amen. So when that devil knock on your door, you'll know how to what? Fight back. I cannot do this for you. I can pray that you get it. Let's get that straight now. All this, I'm going to walk in somebody's house and I'm going to take authority over this and they're going to do what I say. It doesn't work like that. It's for It's for you. It's for me. It's for you. It's for me. It's for your atmosphere, it's for my atmosphere. Because if you go to somebody and they don't want it, you're wasting your time. You, you're wasting your time. And then you, you spin around. You, well, why isn't this working? Why isn't this working? Because they don't want it. But do you want it? Amen. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Do you need it? You know what? I, I say that all the time. I said, Lord, something's wrong. Why is it everybody can just skip through the tulips, but it's like I'm always in warfare? I, did I do something wrong? It's like everybody else can run away from the situations, but not me. He'll give me a break, but then I got to be set right back in it. And I'm saying, why me? What is this? What is going on, Lord? But it's something I do see. I'm getting stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. And I'm not what I was. And I'm not what I used to be. I'm growing. And before we cross over, God has a question. Are you growing? 
Are you growing? Are you, is it, are you getting stronger yeah. against the situations? Are you letting them develop you in the things of God? Or are we always running to have a party because we want to get away from the circumstance? Mm. When you come back, it's still there. And then you wonder why you're tired of Somebody say, stay in the fight. Stay in the fight. Stop running. God will give you seasons and then bring you right back. Say, he's teaching you. He's strengthening you. He's growing you up. 17 verse, and the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. And he said unto them, and Jesus said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Did y'all hear me? He says, I want you to tread. What does tread mean? It means to walk. Okay. But it's a continuous walk. It's a continuous walk. Why? Because even the devils know they have a time period on the earth. We can't get rid of them totally, but we can keep them. We can keep them at bay. I like that. We're not helpless, church. You're not helpless with circumstances that come into your life or try to come into your life. You're not helpless. You're not uh, just poor woe is me. You have power. Somebody said, wake up. Wake up. Use the power. Use the power. Go to Ephesians 5. We're going to soon let you go. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Ephesians chapter 5. Somebody said, keep on training. Say, please keep on training. training. Say, continue to train yourself to speak speak God's word. word. Ephesians chapter 5, look at verse 1. It says, be ye therefore followers of God as dear children. Do you see that? He told us to be followers of God as dear children. Now, we know the only way we're going to follow God is follow him through the word. Amen? Amen. So the word followers in Greek means to imitate. So we are to imitate God like a child does their father. Okay? If a child imitates their father, they will walk like him talk like him, and pattern his every move after him. We should do no less after our father, God. Isn't that amazing? So that means today, December 4th, 2022, we are to be more and more and more like Jesus since the day we accepted him. Is that, can we say that? 
Can we say that? It, it, are we, have we allowed our life situations and circumstances to develop us to be more and more like Jesus Christ? Are we imitating him? Are we doing what he did? Jesus never ran back. Jesus says, you want my coat? Take the cloak also. Jesus said, uh, feed your enemies. Love those that hate you. Pray for those who despitefully use you. Are we doing that? He said, turn the other cheek. Well, nobody's ever slapped me before. So, but knowing me, I'm a big crybaby. So possibly, well, no, they might not be crazy, but, you know. But are we being developed more like Jesus? Are we, see, that's why I used to always preach and say, stop saying that. Well, God know me. I'm just like my great-grandmama. I'm just like my great They was cussers. They were haters. They were liars. Stop it. Stop it. You are supposed to be a kingdom child now. You are supposed to be saved through the blood of Jesus Christ now. Now you are to be growing more and more into the image of Christ. You are to be more Christ-like. You ought to be able to take a licking and keep on ticking. talking to the body of Christ. You know why we're talking like this? Because we're going to need it next year. Because when circumstances hit, what's coming out? Your great grandmama? <laughs> with your crazy self. Y'all tickle me with all that bloodline stuff. I got a new bloodline. It's called G- and it's called Jesus Christ. Y'all tickle me. Y'all hung up on that. And I'm, you stay right there. I don't want no part of that. I'm in the kingdom of God. All old bloodline and ties are cut. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want the attitudes. I don't want the, 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 the uh, getting hot-tempered and quick-tempered. and I don't want it. I don't want the lies. I don't want the fornication. I don't want the adultery. I don't want it. I don't want to be married to five husbands and got one in the backyard out in the house, in the shed. <laughs> With your crazy self. My great-grandmama had this disease and she died with it and I'm going to die with it too. You are crazy. Amen. Not so. The line been drawn, devil. I'm not on that side of the line anymore. I am a Christian. Blood bought, Holy Ghost filled. Washed from my sins. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. I'm not going to act like that. I don't want to act like that. I should be different. Amen. I should be growing. Amen. I'm going to give you something and then I'm going home. These are four keys to maturity. Four keys to maturity. And we're going, and we're going home. Is that all right? Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
Key one. Maturity will come by focusing on the word. Now, if you're looking for some great earth-shattering word, I feel sorry for you today. Most of these are going to be word-based. Amen? So key one, maturity will always come by focusing on the word. There is no way to mature as a believer <laughs> without the word of the Lord. I just don't go to church. I don't go to nobody's church. Really? Wow. I listen to the preachers on TV. No, the Lord said, I'll give you a pastor. Amen. Is that, wait a minute, uh-uh, I don't want to hear that dead amen. <laughs> what did the word say? God said, I, I will give you a pastor. Amen. According to his heart. That's going to do what? Feed you with understanding and knowledge. Uh-oh. Every creature got a preacher. Whether you like the preacher or not, it's still your preacher. There is no way to mature as a believer without the word of the Lord. I don't have time for church. I don't have time to come and get the word. Really? Then I know you're not maturing. Like newborn babies, you must crave pure spiritual milk so that you will grow into a full experience of salvation. So you got to crave the word. You got to crave it like it's milk, like you a newborn baby. You, look here. I have not seen so many people that have no desire for the word of God. They got a desire for everything else. But when it comes to the word of God, it's like you done just... just Toting the hearts out. Church coming on Sunday. Oh, Lord. I don't want to go to church. Wow. I know you're not maturing. This means not only reading and studying the word, but also speaking it, declarations, and what? And hearing it. Write down 1 Peter chapter 2. Two through three. Write down Ephesians four fifteen. That's the first key, focusing on the word. Key number two, we should mature with love. Now, this one I want you to really hear. As you spend time reading and studying, there is a difference. There is a difference in reading and studying the word of God. Reading means I just sit down and I read the scriptures and I read. But when I get ready to study, that means I want to go a little deeper and further in the word. I want to get some understanding. So as you spend time reading and studying the Bible, here it is, and begin to act on what you have learned, act on what you have learned, you begin to approach situations in your life with more wisdom. Uh-oh. That means I'm not finna... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It means I'm not the first one in the divorce court. I'm not the first one ready to fight. I'm not the first one that then tried starting to build up hatred in my heart over something that has happened. Why? 
the more you spend time in that word, it begins to groom you. It begins to grow you up. And when situations come, I don't care what the situation is. I don't care what the situation is. It can be a husband and a wife. It can be a wife and a husband. Uh, it can be something on your job. It can be something in your life. You handle it more maturely, not like a baby, not like a baby. Oh, I know it's deep. I know y'all sitting there like, we so full of turkey dressing and other things, which I won't call, mention. <laughs> I'm only gonna give you three of these and I'm going home because I don't have time to waste time because I can feel it. It's all good, it's all good. It's all good. So you knew today was Sunday. Amen. So you knew when you came through that door, I don't play. Amen. And I've been gone running all week. Hello. But I stayed up extra last night just to go over what God had already given me. Uh-huh. Anyway, key one, mature by focusing on the word. Key two, mature in love. So you can approach situations in your life with more wisdom and with the fruit of the spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You become more word-minded than giving out worldly responses like jealousy, strife, anger, Misconduct, lies. You learn how to operate through the word. One more, key three, mature as a body. We live in an individualistic world, but the body of Christ doesn't work that way. The body of Christ doesn't work that way. It is necessary that you belong to a body of believers, a church. Yes, you can grow as an individual, but true maturity comes when you interact with other believers and are part of building one another up. That means, let me show you how it goes. I don't need to go run and hide from a situation. If there's some schism or ism between us, then I need to just walk up and face it and, and, and handle it maturely. Why? Because eventually when the devil sees I'm handling it maturely, that thing going to drop off. But the more I handle it in my flesh, it builds. It builds. Oh, Jesus. It builds. You, you understand what I'm saying? Now when you see the person, instead of going around the corner and through the door, now you go down the street, around the corner, south, north, broad street, and then we come. Because we don't know how to handle nothing. We don't know how to take nothing. Because we hide from one another. Instead of just saying, you know what? Okay. Because I do it. I do it. Lord, do I have to minister to them today? <laughs> you know how they feel about me. You know why, 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 why. And then I have to get myself together. Okay, okay. Here we go. Hi, good morning, how are you today? Yes, it's good to see you, hallelujah. <laughs> but while I'm in that situation, the Holy Ghost is saying, 
listen to me. Listen to me. Don't say this. Don't say that. Don't do your face like that. Do your face. Uh-uh. He go down to facial expressions with me. Because people can read you like a book. That's why I said it has to be real. Huh? It's got to be real. And the only way it can be real, you got to let God do it. You got to listen to God. Shut up, about shit. Got to be genuine love. I mean, I've had some stuff to tear my heart to pieces, and God would say, "Let go to them and tell them to do this and ask them." I said, "Oh, <laughs> And then I straighten up. Yes, sir. Just grace me. Grace me to do it. Grace me to talk to them. Grace me to love on them. Because if I keep doing that, guess what? The devil don't like that. Then he gonna, he gonna, he gonna hightail it. But if I keep the, the stism going, do y'all hear me? Yes. What did y'all call it? What do y'all call it? I, I'll bring it, okay, here we go. It's putting wood on the fire. And God says in his word, don't put no wood on the fire. Put love, put patience, put temperance, put joy. Huh? Put some faith on it. I'm trying to, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I've been this close to something jumping out of my mouth. And when I got home, I said, Lord, thank you for not letting that jump off my tongue. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for keeping my mouth. Because then you make a mess of things. And this, this thing about, and I'm fixing to go home. We finna go. This thing about kicking mess under the rug, not in the kingdom. It'll lie for a while. And after a while, it'll start showing up. It's not hid. It's not hid. That's all. We done. Be imitators of the Lord. Imitate Christ. Keys to maturity, the four keys to maturity, we gave you three. Mature by focusing on the word, mature with love, mature as a body. Amen? Yeah. Study those. Let's become more like Christ because we're going to need it in 2023. Amen? Amen. Amen. Amen.